Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. Let's talk about sleep. Listen to these studies from Harvard and Johns Hopkins. Chronic sleep deprivation has been shown to lead to depression, diabetes, obesity, and cardiovascular disease. We need eight hours of sleep, and I know sometimes it could be tough, especially when you lose on fluke half-court buzzer beater shots, uh, but we need eight hours of sleep, as we said, and one of sleep's biggest problems is temperature. Tough to get good sleep if you're too hot. I want to tell you about the Pod by 8 Sleep. The Pod by 8 Sleep is a high-tech bed designed specifically to help you achieve optimal sleep fitness. It was designed by leading sleep researchers after tracking 43 million hours of sleep. It combines dynamic pressure regulation and sleep tracking to enhance your rest and recovery. It learns your sleep habits and adjusts the temperature automatically. That means if you like the bed cool and your partner likes the bed warm, now you can have both at the same time in a crazy comfortable bed. Sleep longer and deeper so you wake up refreshed and ready to take on the world. Try the pod for 100 nights, and if you don't love it, we'll refund your purchase and arrange a free pickup. They already sold out of their first two batches, so they're going fast. For a limited time, get $150 off your purchase when you go to 8sleep.com pro. E-I-G-H-T sleep.com pro. 8sleep.com pro. Hello, Lions fans. This is Jesse Cass, and this is the LMU Basketball Podcast here on the Believe Podcast Network, LA's number one sports podcast network, and the only place for the show for every team in LA and more. We believe in our LA teams. Do you believe? And welcome into the show, everybody. Welcome to the LMU Basketball Podcast here on the Believe Podcast Network. Once again, I'm your host, Jesse Cass, and thanks very much for tuning in on this week's edition of the LMU Basketball Podcast. Know that if you do enjoy the show, please rate, review, and subscribe on Apple. We're available on all of your favorite podcast directories, including Apple, Stitcher, Google Play, Tune, and Spotify, and iHeart. You can follow along with the show at Believe.com and Believe on any social media platform at Believe Podcast is the handle there, and follow me on Twitter at Jesse underscore Cast for all your LMU basketball needs and updates for the Lions, who coming off a couple of tough losses this week. The last time we talked, of course, Eli Scott had set the record with the first LMU triple-double in school history in a 16-point win against Grambling. Since then, the Lions did get a nice win against Prairie View A&M the following Friday, that was when we recorded our last episode right before that ball game. 79-76 was the final in that game where the Lions were really up by much more. Prairie View made a late push, scored 52 second half points, but for the Lions, a really well-distributed scoring effort in that ball game. Eli Scott and Ivana Lipiev each had 17. Eric Johansson, who has made big strides in his senior year, had 14. And Jordan Bell, 10 points and a career-high 9 rebounds. So the Lions got the win there to get back to 500 and then ventured out on the road for a quick one-game one trip technically, but really turned into a two-game road trip with the Lions kind of being displaced because of the Democratic National debate taking place at Gerson Pavilion, having a home game moved over to the Galen Center. Uh, we'll get into that in a moment, but the Lions, as mentioned, went to UC Davis to take on the Aggies and what was for most of the ball game, a really strong and impressive effort for the Lions. They were shooting over 70% for large portions of the ball game, led by 13 at the half, 38 to 24. And then in the second half, just kind of got a little bit tight at certain points of the ball game. Of course, every team is going to make a run, and especially at home, 
that's what teams are going to do. So UC Davis did. They got some good three-point shooting from Stefan Gonzalez, a former St. Mary's product, uh, and were able to get themselves back in the ball game. Game actually went back and forth down the stretch. Eric Johansson, who we mentioned, uh, really improving, had a career high 18 points in what seemed like it could have been the potential game winner with 3.4 seconds to go, but the Lions, with fate not on their side, I guess that night, Joe Mooney for UC Davis, their leading scorer on the year, was actually having a pretty off night, 3 of 9 from the field, hucked a half-court shot at the buzzer on a play out of a timeout, so the Lions forced them into a shot from nearly 50 feet away, and it was nothing but net for Mooney and the Aggies, and unfortunately led to a tough luck, very tough luck loss for the Lions on the road in a game that they certainly should have won. Uh, obviously had a big lead in that ball game. I think when you look up and down the lineups of those two teams, the Lions certainly the better of the two teams, but sometimes, uh, as you said, crazy things can happen in the game of basketball, and you got to finish things out. Uh, the Lions did not in that ball game, so it led to a very tough loss, but before we move on from it, let's, uh, let's quickly give you the call of both Eric Johansson's go-ahead bucket and then, of course, the Joe Mooney half-court game winner. So here it is on the LMU Basketball Podcast. Being clocked down to 11 at Juara. Off the screen from Alipiev. Takes it to Johansson. Trying to get three off the dribble. Down the middle lane. Johansson floating layup. Takes it in with 3.4 to go. UC Davis uses their final timeout. Eric Johansson banks it in on the run. And the Lions retake the lead 65-64. 3.4 seconds to go. Gonzalez holding, looking, gets it into Mooney. Mooney quickly up at half court, has to fire it from half court at the buzzer, and it's good! Joe Mooney from half court at the buzzer, and UC Davis puts a knife into the heart of the Lions. 67-65, the final. The officials will look at it, but he got it off in time. And the Lions fall by two, 67-65. And that was how it played out up in Davis, California. That was my call of the LMU Lions near-game winners, we said, from Johansson. And, of course, the wild half-court heave from Joe Mooney in that ball game for the Lions, who still ended up shooting 57% in the ballgame, including 9 of 18 from three-point range. Uh, really, turnovers and free throws were the difference for the Lions, and that's been the case with a you know a very young team, seven freshmen, a lot of newcomers on the ball club. Those are things that should improve as the season goes on. Uh, but you know, great signs still, even in a tough loss like that. The great shooting percentage at fifty-seven percent, hitting some threes, but certainly turnovers, seventeen of those, and free throws, eight of fourteen. So a couple of those go in the other way, and you might be able to sneak out of there with a win. But uh, certainly lessons the Lions can learn. From that one, uh, they had, as we said, 15 points, a career high from Eric Johansson, 11 points for Alipia, 13 for Eli Scott in that tough loss. And then, as we alluded to a little bit before, it led to what is listed as a home game, but not really a home game for the Lions. They ended up playing at the Galen Center on the campus of USC on Thursday night. Uh, But more so than just the game itself for the Lions, while campus was shut down due to you know security measures and concerns with the debate on campus lions really immediately from landing in la they went you know after going to practice straight to a hotel in los angeles and essentially continued just a long road trip so obviously that's something that could be 
taxing on the guys and when you're not really expecting it in that way. Granted, they had time to prepare and, and know about that, but still kind of takes you out of the mindset a little bit and certainly no excuses for a loss, but the Lions ended up not having their best showing against Portland State, ended up falling behind by as much as 24, had a much better second half where they outscored the Vikings by 12, ended up falling 76-66 to in that game at the Galen Center. And, and for the Lions, we mentioned how incredible they've been field goal percentage-wise, actually near the best in the nation, and how well they've shot the ball. That didn't carry over in the game at the Galen Center, just 39% from the field. And the three-point shot, which we mentioned had been coming on slowly for the Lions, we saw it really come out effectively in the games against Prairie View A&M and UC Davis. They were just one of 10 from downtown in the ballgame against Portland State. Turnover numbers were actually not bad, just nine turnovers, but certainly Portland State playing with a great deal of pace and pressure uh, made it tough on the Lions in this ballgame. They're never quite able to get their footing on that end of the floor. Eli Scott, uh, as per usual, big ball game in terms of his scoring, 27 points on 10 of 20 from the field, but no one else in the lineup had more than nine. Kelly Pepe had nine and, and a nice performance off the bench for him and Diavante Williams was able to get to the free throw line a lot to chip in seven points as well, but not the typical offensive effort that we're becoming accustomed to with the Lions. So hopefully for the Lions, it's one they're able to, to wipe away and learn from as they get ready for a couple of games, two more games on the schedule before the Lions get ready for what is going to be a tough gauntlet of the West Coast Conference. A lot of tough teams, really everyone in the conference, performing pretty well right now in the non-conference schedule. So a lot to look forward to. We're going to get to talking about those upcoming two games in just a moment. But first, another word, this one from my bookie. It's that time of the year. Christmas is coming up quick as we're approaching the 25th and our friends at MyBookie want to make your season special with 12 days of gifts. MyBookie is already one of the most trusted and reputable sports books in the industry. And this holiday season, they're getting into the spirit of giving with 12 straight days of giveaways. That's right. 12 days of gifts, a brand new gift every single day so you can take your game to the next level. They kicked off this promotion on the 14th with a free parlay for the UFC. And they'll keep up the gift giving through the 25th. Free bets, free spins, futures and more. While Santa has his, they've checked off their list. They've got a little something for everyone, and this is the promotion that you won't want to miss, especially with the NBA and NHL in full swing and all the college bowl games around the corner. It really is the holiday season and the best time of year for sports betting. Parlays, teasers, specials, anything you could ever ask for. MyBookie is here to make Christmas great again. Head over to mybookie.ag right now and use our promo code BLV to get half off of your initial deposit and free wagers. And that's just the start of your savings. Make sure to check the site out during this promotion because there's going to be something new every day and you're going to want to take advantage of these deals. So go sign up for MyBookie with our code BLV and start winning today. So as mentioned, the Lions have two ball games remaining in non-conference play, both of them back at home, the real home in Gerson Pavilion. One of them will be on Sunday afternoon, so if you're listening to this when this episode goes up on a Saturday, tomorrow afternoon, 1 p.m. tip-off at Gerson Pavilion on Community Day, Community Day for the Lions. And LMU at 5-7 and seven now on the year, taking on the Titans, who are 3-9. and nine. This is a team the Lions have played a number of times over the past couple of years, including last year when the Lions were able to come, up, come away with a win on the road at Cal State Fullerton. Uh, we'll see if the Lions can 
once again take down the Titans in this ball game. A uh, couple of keys for the matchup. Austin Ausika, the leading scorer for the Titans, averaging nearly 15 points per ball game, shoots it pretty well from the field overall, 46%, but he is dreadful from three-point range, just 3 of 24, 12.5% from downtown. So for the Lions, keeping Ausika on the perimeter, out of the paint, out of the lane, will certainly be a big key in the ball game. And also an X factor will be Jackson Rowe for Cal State Fullerton. He had his first game in the Titans' loss against San Francisco in their last ball game, but he is a former Big West Freshman of the Year, two-time honorable mention in the conference as well. He's back in the lineup for the Titans, so that'll certainly make them a little bit better than their 3-9 and nine record uh, shows. So it'll be on the Lions to come out with a strong effort, and hopefully for LMU, as we mentioned, really the keys for them, as they are for every team, limit turnovers, rebound the basketball well, shoot the basketball well, uh, and that's what the Lions will look to do in this ballgame against Fullerton. Hopefully they can rediscover their three-point touch, uh, which they've had so nicely in a couple of games before it falling off against Portland State. So that'll be important for the Lions in that matchup. And then Morgan State the following Saturday on December 28th, 5-8 and eight ball club in Morgan State. We'll be able to preview that one a little bit more on next week's episode after we talk about the Lions game against Fullerton and see where the Lions are after that one. But for LMU, a young team, you're going to go through your kind of growing pains, teething process of, you know, sometimes a couple of tough losses as we've seen this week. But the signs leading up to that have been very positive and very productive. So I, I'd expect that to turn back to that and continue for LMU as we continue to move forward with this NCAA basketball season. As we said, And as we said, uh, that leads into conference play after that. And once you get going with conference play, it's just a whole nother animal, different gauntlet. As we said, everyone in the conference has been pretty impressive. Even teams where their records are not necessarily the best, they've been playing competitively against some very good ball clubs. So the Lions immediately will be put to the test once we begin conference play in January. They get San Diego at home, who's six and seven on the year right now. And then a couple of the heavy hitters on the road at BYU. And then back at home a week later against the number two team right now in the nation, the Gonzaga Bulldogs, before coming back to host Pepperdine as well. So three of the first four in conference will be at home. Two of those, as we said, BYU and Gonzaga, and of course Pepperdine also, despite their record being six and five, a lot of hype around them as well. So those will all be exciting, competitive ball games, and we'll look forward to that in the start of conference play as the LMU season continues to move on. So that's going to do it for this week's episode. Short and sweet on this week's episode. As we said, we'll be back in just a couple of days with a new episode breaking down the Lions game against Cal State Fullerton and getting you ready for the matchup with Morgan State as well. So if you do enjoy the show, please rate, review, and subscribe on Apple. Also be sure to follow along on any of the other favorite podcast directories, Stitcher, Google Play, TuneIn, Spotify, and iHeart, and look around at Believe.com. Lots of stuff there all around the sports landscape to check out and follow Believe on any social media handle at Believe Podcasts. Be sure to follow me as well at Jesse underscore Cass. And we'll keep this thing rolling as the LMU basketball podcast continues. The LMU Lions season continues as the Lions at 5-7 and seven, looking to get back in the win column this week with a couple of games upcoming during the holiday. So this has been the LMU basketball podcast on the Believe Podcast Network, LA's number one sports podcast network and the only place for the show for every team in LA and more. We believe in our LA teams. Do you believe? Alliance.
With the holidays just around the corner, now is the time to order holiday cards for family and friends. Only this year? Why not create custom holiday photo cards quickly, easily, and affordably at simplytoimpress.com? Simplytoimpress.com is your holiday photo card headquarters with thousands of unique Christmas cards and other designs to choose from. All you do is upload your family photos, personalize the text, and you're done. Simplytoimpress.com prints your cards on your choice of premium card stock in just a few days and rushes them straight to your door. Maybe that's why the New York Times Wirecutter named Simply to Impress their favorite photo card service. They even offer foil cards and hundreds of great holiday card designs for your business, too. Place your order today to save 30% and get free shipping. Just enter promo code DEAL at checkout. Save big on holiday photo cards today using promo code DEAL at simplytoimpress.com. That's simplytoimpress.com. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.